0: I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings.
1: Hold up. What was that?
0: Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. So today on Hey Spirit, I had the privilege of sharing my gift with Judy. I was able to reconnect Judy with the soul of her father who has been passed for 25 years. Spirit never ceases to amaze me, no matter how they die, even if they pass, and taking responsibility for their departure, and even 25 years later, still deliver the gift of healing. The thing that I also admired about Judy was how she moved through the grieving process of the loss of her father. And for her father to acknowledge that and to congratulate her was something truly special. I hope you will enjoy this amazing healing episode on Hay Spirit. So I want to talk about um, who was the uh, father figure that has departed for you? My dad. Okay. So how do you connect with the head and the, nap- the ability to communicate and the breathing? Um, my dad committed suicide. What was he thinking? What was you know? I I I don't know. Why does that?
2: What, like why? What why did you leave? What what were you? What were your thoughts? Why did you go?
0: That's why. I feel this hit it. So it's almost like this is what you do. You like hit your head, and you're like, why? 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 Correct. 25 years later, why, why, why did you leave me and why did you leave me like that? The thing that I find, this is why I feel it is so important for spirit to show me how you feel. It's almost like this is how I feel, like I can't breathe in my throat and I just, I just, I feel, I just feel like I got nothing left. That's how he's making me feel. He says, and I'm going to say this, he says, you know, there are so many stories of what was going on in my life. Is that correct? Right. I don't need to know details. I don't care. I- I'm not trying to be rude, Judy. Right, right. But this this is your father's opportunity to validate for you that his soul is at peace. That even though he left this physical world, if you don't mind me saying, in a disturbing way to you and maybe to the family, fair enough. There. That his soul has found a place with God. That's what I wanted to know because I'm Catholic, and in the Catholic religion,
2: if you commit suicide, well, you're you're not going to heaven. So it's just like
0: I wanted to know if he was in a good place for me to be able to sense him, and for him to make me feel how you feel. What you say? What were you thinking? My head. It's like I feel like I'm racking my brain, and my brain hurts from yeah. thinking and overthinking this. Correct?
2: Yep. Every day, every
0: year, every month. I mean this is what I think about. Like I got sometimes I go, uh, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him and mm-hmm. I'll go, I, I miss you. I wish you were here. Why did you, you go? I channel souls that walk in God's white light. So if your dad wasn't safe in a peace with God, I would just maybe see his energy. I wouldn't be able to feel or hear anything from him. Did it take his soul maybe a long time to get to that place? I don't know. He's trying to give you that gift of knowing that he hasn't left you. You said it.
2: 25 years. There are some times that I'll see something walking by or Mm -hmm. I'll feel him and... It's like, okay, dad, why did you move my car keys? (laughs) (laughs) Because
0: you go back to the same exact spot, and they they were there where you looked an hour ago, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. But if your dad's soul wasn't at peace with God, he would not be able to do that. Your dad talks about, do you wear a necklace, or or did you have a necklace in memory of him, or was there something that you wear in honor (laughs) or in memory of him? Yes. Yes. I have a
2: necklace with two things on it.
0: Okay. Oh, you have it on now? Because I can't see that you're wearing a necklace.
2: Yeah, I have it on right now. This is his, the eyes, and this is the Virgin Mary that he had for years
0: before he passed. I think that is even a huger validation, that his soul is safe and at peace with God.
2: Thank God.
0: Thank God. He said to me, he says, you know, Teresa, there are a lot of things that were going on and that had gone on in my life. He shows me struggles, ups and downs, and then he shows me that that, that he got to the top of the mountain where we really didn't think that he would harm himself or that he was doing okay, right? right? And then all of a sudden he died. This is your dad's way of taking a responsibility for his passing. And what he means by that is the responsibility of not feeling that you nor anyone else should have been there for him more
2: I used to rack my brain and go why but if I
0: didn't do this if I didn't go to school if I didn't why why didn't I see the signs why mm -hmm. didn't I talk to him more why didn't I see yes he says because Judy when you go back and you think about it he said did I ever give you that opportunity no he was a very private person yes (laughs) so how in the world could you help me if I kept you at this safe distance Never let us know he was struggling. Never let us know he was hurting. I don't want you to feel that if you did something different, that that would have changed the outcome of my death. I see from the other side on how my choices that day, he says that I take full responsibility for, how my choices left you. With such sadness and sorrow and regret. And how that changed you as a person. How you had a hard time trusting. It was a lot when he passed, you know, a lot.
2: I became like the patriarch kind of of my family. And it was like
0: I took his place and taking care of everything and everybody. And yet you had a hard time trusting anything.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And he says, and for that, I am sorry. I am sorry that my death left you with such a heavy burden. He said, and Teresa, when my daughter got the email or call about this today, he says, you knew that this was a gift from me. I was talking to him the other day, before you guys got to me,
2: and I was talking to him, I was like, are you okay? Am I doing the right thing? And I miss you, you know, are you okay? And you guys came out and contacted me, and I was like, is this a joke? (laughs) Wait, I can't believe this.
0: So it was, it happened so fast. And I was like, I've been waiting six years and this is truly a gift. This is truly a gift. So know that this gift, Judy, is from your dad's soul. It's a gift that you deserved. And more importantly, that you needed right at this exact moment, because your dad has said, Teresa, after all the years that I've been gone, Judy has gone through so many different struggles choices decisions beating herself up for the choices that didn't work out he says on the things judy that didn't work out he says i want you to know that i'm proud because you took a chance on yourself and your life you have children yes he goes she's the best mom (laughs) you name a child after your dad form of a name or middle name or you were going to even if you just thought about it If if it was a boy, (laughs) it was a boy. But you know, I my girls were born. I have twin
2: girls. My Mm -hmm. girls were born in December of ninety five, and my dad passed in January of ninety five. So, but yeah, if it was
0: a boy, I was gonna give him uh, my father's middle name. (laughs) So know that he knows that, and it's him thanking you. Do you understand that? Yeah, and knowing and that and. The things where you were like, how was I going to be a mom? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And I think one of your daughters reminds you of your dad because he has me looking in one of her (laughs) eyes. And it's like, that's me, Teresa.
2: Teresa, she's his twin. She's from the skin color to the smile to the nose to the features. I I tell people, look at my daughter and look at my, my father side by side. And it's like,
0: wow. Yeah, she's him for the team. I don't know if there was like a niece or a nephew or... I Well, I have a grandson and oh. a niece that were born in the same year. <laughs> oh, got So validating that he knows of how the family has grown. Okay. Um, and validating that he held the souls before coming here into the physical world. He says, you know, Teresa, timing is everything. He says, and when children are brought into this world, when we're not expecting them at these exact moments, correct? Right. He says they're blessings from God. Yes, my grandson was born in May, and my niece was born in
2: September of the same year. Now, what's weird is that I always told my dad, you know, you'll take care of my daughter while she's, you know, in labor and stuff. Mm -hmm. Does he see my grandson? And for my niece... My father's birthday is May ninth, five nine. My niece was born at five oh nine. <sighs> so <laughs> so yeah. We well, knew valid- that, we knew that was special. <laughs> we knew he was there.
0: <laughs> he also says you connect with the time, not only with. T- uh, he showed me four four four. So that's my symbol for like if you look at the clock and the time is always the same. How you connected it with his birthday? The uh the 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 day that the time that your niece was born. Validating that is one of the main ways that your dad communicates. Okay. Um, he goes, You know, Teresa, he says, I don't understand. My daughter (laughs) says to me, Dad, I wanna see you in a dream so I know you're okay. He goes, Teresa, I show myself (laughs) to her in a dream and she's still emailing you for a reading. (laughs)
2: I dreamed about him. I lived in New York and I dreamed we were in a the movie theater holding hands. And that was the last dream I ever had. And I was like, I don't dream with him anymore. What's going on? You know, it's like, show me something. You
0: know? <laughs> so now that dream to you, Judy, was real. It was as if your dad was with you. Right. And, and, and you like woke up like thinking, oh, my God, how could that be? My dad yeah. died. Like, That is a visitation from his soul. See, I don't connect with my loved ones in that way. So know that that was your dad's way of showing himself to you to say, look, I'm okay. Everything that you do, I'm doing with you. I am with you holding your hand every step of the way. Do not be afraid. It's like I know
2: he's with me, and it's just beautiful to
0: know that he's with me,
2: you know. And honestly... My daughter was seven when she had a full blown conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was talking to herself and I was looking at her and there was no one sitting next to her. And when she was done, I just let her talk. I thought she was pretend, play pretending. And I said, who were you talking to? And she said, Oh, grandpa. I said, well, what did grandpa look like? Cause they never met him. Right. And she literally described them how he was dressed. At my sweet sixteen. Wow. And I looked at her, I said, Are you, and she's never really seen that picture and I'm mm-hmm. like, Wow, okay. And she was like, Yeah, he's okay. And she told
0: me, she's like, He's mm-hmm. okay. I was like, Okay, baby, he's okay, that's great. It, but you <laughs> see, children, they're they're more they ha they see souls <laughs> easier than we can because we make up excuses, right? Yeah. We think we're crazy. Right, or we want we want this, Dad. I want you to do this, Dad. I want you to say this, and then I know it's going to be you. That's the amazing things about signs and symbols. And just because your daughter doesn't have that anymore, doesn't mean that he's still not watching over. It just it's her her mind has become busier. She's you know she has become an adult just like us, where we try to make ourselves feel better for what we're seeing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're 24 Your dad now. just said, he goes, He goes. she sees, my daughter sees the, um, she sees the, the shadows go by. And oh. she still <laughs> says, Dad, is that you? Dad, is that you? Dad, is that you? What's going on? <laughs> you know, my
2: daughters are 24 now. And the other day, she told me, Wow. Uh, I think I think Grandma pushed me. I'm like, you think Grandma pushed you? She's like, yeah. She's like, she's here. I'm like, Sick. okay, <laughs> okay. So it's it's just when I when I hear things like that, my kids tell me things. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Grandma's here. Teresa, before this, the day before this reading, my TV um was on, and all of a sudden the guide oh, sh- came on. Mm-hmm. And then the the top to the garbage can fell off, and there was no one in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I said, "Okay, Dad. All right, yeah.
0: I'll, 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 I'll hear about you soon. Teresa's gonna talk to me tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but those are the things you can't make up. You know that that's real. You know what you saw, right? Yes. And- And no one can tell you that that didn't happen. And this is what I try to explain to people. Whether people understand in what I do or not, the fact that you know what you saw, what you witnessed, you know that that was your dad. Your dad also told me that you had wrote something about him after he passed. Yeah, I wrote in the back of an old picture of his.
2: Yeah,
0: I did. So know that he wants to thank you for what you wrote. Who's the teacher or the nurse? The teacher or the nurse? For some reason, that's the same symbol for me because it's someone that helps people. So sometimes people say, oh, well, I'm a social worker. Like, to me, it's the same thing. I know it's not, but it's just of of helping people, nurturing people, taking care of people.
2: Well, all I can think about is that my grandma, my grandma was always taking care of me, always with me. She helped me when my twins were born. I think that my twin... I think that losing my dad and then me having my twins in the same year, I think it saved her sanity because he was her only child.
0: Who passed to the brain, either Alzheimer's, dementia, or they were unable to communicate in the end? My grandmother, my father's mother. Okay. To validate that I'm interpreting it correctly, we just don't understand it now. Mm -hmm. Validating that all of the souls are together on the other side and not wanting you to remember them with the memory. Do you understand that? Yes. Now, where? How do you? Did someone pass from something of the blood, like an aneurysm? An old boyfriend of mine.
2: He was. Uh, he collided with a taxi in New York. He was riding his bike and he got hit by a taxi, and he hurt his head. And then every year he was supposed to get checked up. He didn't get checked up, and he caught a stroke. And ended up in a hospital and didn't last long. Okay. So he he died
0: from a. A stroke in the head. Okay. So, were you just thinking of him or was there a conversation recently about him? I don't (laughs) care if you saw something on the computer. (laughs) My daughter said,
2: Hey, mom, what if Dennis comes by and talks to you? I'm like, Oh, "Oh, wow. I said, That'd be amazing because he was such a big part of my life and my family. And he loved my kids. And when my dad died, it hit him hard. And it was, yeah. And wow. Yeah. It's one of the things I thought about saying, okay, my dad passed. When my grandmother passed, she said mm-hmm. she saw my dad at the end of her bed. Mm-hmm. So I said, I hope my dad greeted her when she went to the other side. Mm-hmm. And then when Dennis died, I said, I hope he sees them. I hope he meets them on the other side.
0: And well, they're validating that <laughs> for you today, aren't they? Wow. So know that all of the souls are together. And he says, I want to thank you and the girls for always remembering me. Dennis, we lived in the
2: same neighborhood. We saw Dennis almost every day. Uh, Dennis would follow the girls to school, make sure they got to school okay. If they were walking home, he made sure they were walking home okay. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) one of my kids was 10 years old, and she decided to cut school once. And and she got caught by Dennis. By
0: Dennis.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He was always he was my grandmother's favorite. Oh my god. My grandmother's favorite. (laughs) She 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 loved him and she loved him and he was always a big part of our lives. And we I mean, he had children and we were a part of their lives. We were just
0: always there and and to this day my kids are twenty four and they still talk about him. So know that every time you guys bring him up, know that his soul is with you at that exact moment. There has to be something, Judy, about Christmas, because I wouldn't use that as an example. So I don't know if there's something that your grandmother always did. I don't care if it was stringing popcorn and cranberries. I don't care if you were talking about a certain dish that you would make. Whatever it is, I feel like there was a specific conversation about Christmas. My
2: grandma would always come over like during the holidays or every other weekend, or um, just to stay with me and stuff like that. Uh, I remember one Christmas, Dennis coming to. Well, we lived in the project in Manhattan, and he would come yell at me out the window. Hey, J.D. And I would go, <laughs> What, boy? Why, why are you yelling at the window? Come and knock. Come upstairs. Knock on the door. And he would come upstairs. Red nose. So the girls would call him Rudolph. Rudolph? That's what. Ah! The next of a Christmas. The girls were
0: calling Rudolph. I couldn't. I couldn't get. And I'm not going to get that. I mean, I could get Rudolph, but like, what would that have to do with Dennis? Like, I couldn't get it. But do you see how spirit? And I'm like, I'm not going to talk about Christmas again. And they're like, oh You better talk about Christmas. You're going to miss an amazing validation. I'm like, all right, I'll talk about Christmas again. And this is what I love. What what your loved ones are doing. Your dad took responsibility, right? His passing. Dennis didn't intentionally take his own life, but he's taking responsibility for his choices of not taking care of himself, not following up, and not feeling that after he took care of everyone, looked after everyone, right? Oh my god. Did everything for everyone, (laughs) right? Yep. And he says, I didn't realize, Teresa, that after I died, how everyone felt that they weren't there for me.
2: He would tell me every time, Teresa. I would tell him all the time, "Be careful out there, Dennis." And he would go, "He go. I'm not afraid of dying. I know where I'm going." And I used to be like, "Okay," and he, I said, "Okay, Dennis, but please be careful," you know. And a lot when he passed, he left such a big
0: hole mm-hmm. with all his friends and family and stuff because he was such a good person. There's so many mother energies on the other side as well, and they're just like standing there patiently and like waiting. And I almost feel like. I don't know if it's your mom or your grandmother, but I feel like they're like, no, you don't understand, Teresa. Not that Judy was okay. She said that we're all gone, but she needs to hear from her dad. She needs to hear from him that he's sorry and understands what he did to the family. And I, I, I said to him, I said, I found that so intriguing when I, when I first got to his soul. And he was like, Teresa, you don't understand. He goes, I didn't realize. And, 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 and I'm going to go back to this, Judy, with this head thing. It was almost like he goes, that was the thing, Teresa. I wasn't thinking. He says, I wasn't thinking what it was going to do to my family we all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries, and it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. And I looked at him and I go, how could you not think? what?" And he goes, I wasn't thinking. He said, this is why... He goes, I made you feel this way. He says because it wasn't like I knew what I was doing. He goes, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't. He goes, I can't explain it. It's like I almost had this moment of like where I just snapped.
2: Teresa, my father was a Vietnam veteran. So he went through some PTSD and stuff mm-hmm. like that. The way he died, it was like he he. Like, he, like you said, he thought it through, but then he, he didn't he did. really think it through, right. you know, because it was, it was so, my father hung himself,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? And it was like, wow. Like, like, as I'm older, I'm like, Dad, why? Why that way? Why did you do that? And th- I was always like, why? And I got to a point where I was angry, you know? Of course. I was angry when I got the call because I thought somebody hurt him. I didn't know he was past. Way he died? It was like this balloon deflated. Like I can't blame anybody. I don't have anybody to blame. So I went through my my mm-hmm. anger.
0: My de- and then I went from the why to as time went by. I said, you know what? Forget the why. I just want to know mm-hmm. you're okay. This is the thing that amazes me about spirit and why I know how important it is for them to channel. So you know that it's them. It's what you're thinking. And it's exactly, it was almost like your dad showed no signs of that he was going to do this. There would be no concern, right? And this is why he said to me, I just snapped. It was just methodical the way he did it. It was like, Mm -hmm. okay, you. you... But this is so that you understand (laughs) for you not to feel bad about letting the way that he died go. He says, that was the first step in your healing, Judy. He says, was you being able to let he goes, trust me, Teresa. She's still angry. She's still pissed off at me. He says, but I I I, I got it. He says, I'll take that. He says, but she needed to let that go and to kind of take and to stop digging on why. Right. Right? Why? What happened? What Right? Right. And he says, I don't want you to feel guilty or bad about not knowing. He says, because there would have been no way in hell that you would have known. Right. He says, because even when I shared things with you, I never, it was never that concerning to you. Right. Because he, he wouldn't say it. He would say it mm-hmm. so... Not like matter of factly matter of factly. Yeah. It
2: wasn't like, Oh my God, it's urgent. And I need to, it it was Mm -hmm. just, just like he was just talking, like having Mm a normal conversation. So it never occurred to me that, okay, dad, you're going to problems. You're having problems. What can we talk about? What can I do? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: He just, he just, it was like, I don't want to burden my kids, you know, but you know, my sister. He said, I
0: thought, he goes, honestly, he goes, I thought I had a handle on it. He says, but that's why Judy would understand when I said to you, Teresa, to tell her that I just snapped because you understand that. Yeah. You understand that. So what I love is that your dad is almost like congratulating you and thanking you for putting his passing in God's hands, in a sense, and letting the justice be, right? That his soul is at peace
2: because, yeah, because I, as I spoke to my brother and my sister, I said, you know, because they miss him too and they think about of him, of course. Too. And I said, you know, it took us a long while, it's a hole in our heart, it'll always be there. Yes, you know, my mom couldn't believe she would, she, no. she even told me, she's like, Did he really do this, Judy? and I'm like, Mom, mm-hmm. yes. And it took me a while to just be like, Okay, dad, you know, this, I just. Want to know you're okay, and I know you're okay because I now mm-hmm. say to myself, my dad was a good man, Teresa. Mm-hmm. He was a provider. He took care of his family. So I was like, he. I know he's in good, in a good place. He's mm-hmm. got to be. And so, when I just came to that conclusion,
0: it was just this peace for me. But, but you know what, Judy, I I wish so many people could find what you found. I mean, your experience today is pure blessing of validating everything that your dad literally said to me he made me feel this why this that like i would whack my brain and then i finally came to peace when i put it in god's hands and said you know what and you know what judy with no disrespect i don't care how someone loses their loved one i'm not trying to be rude right but to me whether you're Dad died of a, an illness and you watched him suffer for years of an illness or a disability? Does that make it any easier? No. Sometimes I think it's harder. And, and at the end of the day, we lost our loved one. Right. That's why when I say to someone, it doesn't matter to me how they died. Because it should never define who they were. Your father put his life on the line to protect us and our country. And when your dad came back, he was not the same. He says, but I loved my family and my children more than life itself. He said, they were my will to live. He said, what I witnessed and what I went through, what I saw, he says, was for no child or no wife to bear. He said, I wouldn't trade my life defending my country for anything in the world. He said because I was proud. Very proud to be a Marine. I just just got the chills the goosebumps. Did you just feel like a warmth or like a chill?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Know that that would what you felt was your dad's soul validating his presence and validating. He was proud of who he was. He says you look at life so differently when you come back from something like that. He says do I see now if I made different choices? If I if I, He goes, maybe. He says, but I don't know if I still would have been able to go on with a, can I put it in quotes, normal life. And, and your father says, he goes, you have the pictures of me from the war. <laughs> yes, yes. I, ha- I have the pictures of him from the war. Um, Do you actually have his uniform or something with his name? <gasps> I have his uniform. His camo jacket, his marine hat, have <laughs> everything. He says, and I want to thank you for keeping the things that really have no monetary value, but meant the world to me. He says, and I want you to and and uh, I'm gonna say this. He says, I don't ever because I don't think you you are afraid to talk about your dad. No. <laughs> but he says I'm glad and I am so thankful, Judy, that you did not allow the way that I died to define who I was. Mm -hmm. He said that, he says, you know, Teresa, he says, the way that my daughter talks about me. He says she has not allowed my death to change the fact of who I was. What I meant to the family. And she knew that I loved her with every ounce of me. I was was first born. First born. And,
2: yeah, that's why when when my grandmother died, his mom, Mm -hmm. first thing I said was, Dad, I hope you're there to greet her. Because I was her baby. I was not my mom's baby. I was not my father. I was her baby. <laughs> he goes,
0: Judy, you even said it. The only reason why grandma died was because she saw me.
2: <laughs> she did. She, she, she told my brother. I was here in Florida. She <gasps> told him. She told him. She called him
0: Papo. She said Papo's at the, end of the edge of the <gasps> bed. Validating for you that when she saw him is when she left. She knew that it was her time. Because she was a, a tough gal. Oh. There was nothing like it was almost like I was like, oh, did they? she's like, get away from me. I'm not dying. I'm not sick. Go away. Like she was so tough. And no matter what was thrown at her, she always with such dignity and grace, she carried herself oh. with everything that she's she's been through. I see this. She was so like always like um, I graceful, like put together. And she just had this. She has like this perfect skin and just the way that she looked at you, you knew that she was a strong woman. Oh yeah. She was four foot 11, a firecracker. She was spicy. Ah. (laughs) She was
2: spicy. She raised my dad by herself, single mom. And that's, like she instilled her pride in him. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, that was her pride and joy. And she instilled pride in him and hard work and dedication and yeah, when he passed, you know, she started she had stuff of his and she was like handing it out to the, the his children, Uh huh. you know, letters from Vietnam that yeah. he wrote to her mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, she's she was feisty. She's a firecracker. So I'm surprised she's not talking to you in Spanish.
0: <laughs> no. Well, it, it was funny because she I did hear something before and I didn't understand it and I wanted more about it. But first I thought I heard like a song. Uh, It was like a special song. I didn't know what it was. And then I heard You Are My Sunshine. So that's my symbol for a special song that someone would sing to someone. But I felt that it was in another language.
2: You Are My Sunshine is what I sing to my grandson. Okay. You know? And, yeah, she used to always sing a song to me, Spanish songs, just lullabies in Spanish.
0: So know that if you wonder if your dad... your grandmother, all of the souls of the departed know about your grandson, about the life that you've made for yourself after the devastating loss of your dad. Know that he is extremely proud of you, loving, guiding, and protecting you from the other side.
2: Does he, does he see my, my brother, my sister? And,
0: and I mean, yeah, he goes there. Um, they do their own thing, Teresa. (laughs) I go, what does that mean? I go, what is that supposed to mean? But no, uh, well, I felt like you guys lived different lives. Oh, yeah. So, uh, again, I, listen, I live right next door to my parents. I'm 53, for God's sakes. Talk about separation anxiety. <laughs> But so when spirit shows me that, it just means that they might live somewhere else. You guys might not live near each other, you know, but you guys still keep in contact with each other. Every day. There's, there's still that, um, that, but I feel like that, um, they, they took your dad's death differently. Yeah. And, and cause yes. I, I was made to feel like your brother, you have a brother, correct? Yes. So angry. My brother was
2: 17 and mm-hmm. just was about to graduate high school. And my sister was 11, and she's always, she's always felt she didn't have him long enough. And so
0: it's, this is what he also meant by different. Do you understand <laughs> that? Yes. It was very different. Not that it was easier, or, but it was different. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, you know what, we can be as angry and this is for them. This might even be for you as well. But I feel like you, have, you, you, you're, you were in a different place. That we can be as angry, disappointed, as much as we want. Mm-hmm. But he says, I need each and every one of you to love, honor, and respect yourselves more than the anger and the disappointment that you carry connected to my past. Who is the daughter?
2: My sister. Oh. She had, yeah, my sister has three boys and one girl, and one of the boys does have
0: my dad's middle name. Okay. So you <laughs> so. understand again the naming after? Yes. That's where I understood the naming. And he says to me that the niece, he made me feel like she was a gift from your dad.
2: Yes.
0: Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. To validate that the souls are together. And also that your father has not missed out. But there is something um, that there was a side that you or maybe even your uh, siblings, saw from your dad after reading the letters that he wrote from Vietnam. Right. And I feel that we understood him more as a man, the way that he had the ability to love, Right. Yeah. And then there were some letters where he kind of expressed a little bit of what was going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. He said, so I think that has also helped my family in a sense. Did it make it better? Did it make it easy? But uh, hopefully a little easier in knowing what he had gone through.
2: We didn't even know these letters existed until after he passed.
1: My so, grandmother
2: just got brought out this thick water letters wrapped in the ribbon, and she's like, these are all the letters Dad ever wrote to me.
0: So after you read them, maybe even your siblings, you had a different understanding, a better understanding of what your dad went through. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So he says, I am so grateful and thankful for those letters. He says, but I, what I wanted you to take from those letters more than anything is the fact that my family meant more to me than anything in life. I love them more than my life itself. I just felt, I just felt like he
2: he loved us so much. It was like, Mm -hmm. in my head, it was like, why would you do that? Right. Why mm-hmm. did, why, you know, right. where, where did your will to not live go, you know? And that's when you said the snap, it I was just, like,
0: because
2: yeah. sometimes you just,
0: you yeah. just can't do it anymore. And, and, you know, I even asked him to validate and he goes, Teresa, there wasn't like anything happened. There wasn't an, you know, listen, <laughs> Judy, there are unfortunately times when a soul will come forward and say, I take responsibility for my life. I had an argument with my girlfriend, or I had an argument, and then I did this. Right? Right. Your father is like, it was nothing like that. (laughs) No. It wasn't like that. No. So this is a thing, and and again, he showed it to me again. It was not even well thought out. This is what souls will say. I waited. I knew that they weren't going to be home. I knew this. No one was going to be home then. Your father... Every time, says Teresa, I just, it just, I really didn't, I knew what I was doing, but I didn't realize what I was doing.
2: And that makes perfect I- sense, because during during that time, him and my mom were going through some issues, again, that, that the children were not privy to. We were going yeah. through some issues, and, you know, my dad was not living with us. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Maybe that but, was a factor or anything. But when that happened, it was like,
0: what? Yeah. And he said, he goes, Teresa, he says, you even asked Judy. He said, my wife and I had problems over the years. He says, this was not our first right. misunderstanding. He says, and it, it, he says, I take full responsibility. And I just snapped. You know, Listen, that's not easy for me to say that to you. But the fact that you're at this, and that's not a common thing that spirit will have me say to someone.
1: Right.
0: And the fact that you understood it and it made complete sense to you Mm. is even more validating and more healing. Mm. Because your dad went above and beyond in validating that not only that his soul is still with you, but he's safe and at peace with God. And knowing on, he knows what his death has done to the family. And he is so sorry for that.
2: Listen, Teresa, sometimes I go through my emotions and my emotions. And, you know, you go through stress Mm -hmm. and struggles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I say to myself, I don't want to be here anymore. And then I'll say, "But you know what? I'm not leaving my family. I'm not leaving my grandson. I'm not leaving my daughter. So I go through that too. And, I, and then I, go, I get to a point where I'm like, Dad, I know exactly how you feel."
0: He goes, I never expressed not one issue. No. It's like I came back and it was like nothing ever happened. He says, and I was a completely different man when I came back. He says, and my wife saw that. My wife saw it. He said, and she did the best that she could for me. He says, but I just got too deep. It was almost like he was in quicksand. And he says, and I didn't know how to get myself out of it. He says, and I was too proud to say that I needed help. And he says, Judy, and for that, I am sorry.
2: I. I understood why he didn't ask for help because he was a proud person, and it was a, it was like if I can't fix it, no one else can fix it. So I understand why he would not have asked for help. And then I say to myself,
0: if he would have asked me for help, I was twenty one. What? Yeah. <laughs> how how was yeah. I going to help? I think this is the thing that I love about your dad is how he's so gentle with you, and really taking responsibility and. Really understanding everyone, what everyone was going through. And then to say, when you found the, and you read those letters, everyone had a better understanding. Didn't make it easy, but a little bit easier. Spirit never ceases to amaze me, especially when they pass in um, different ways. On how they're able to still come through. Validate that presence. Validate knowing of your daughter, of of your your nephew that was born, right? My niece, the thought yeah, of my you, nephew, yeah, your niece, nephew. your nephews. The naming after the th- you you thought of it, meaning the world to him. Validating knowing. And even on how your brother feels, on how guarded and protected he is over his... And you know what? He has every right to feel that way. But your father, his main message is, I need everyone to continue to love, honor, and respect themselves more than the anger, the disappointment, whatever emotion is connected to his passing. He needs us to love ourselves more than that. He goes, Teresa, as my daughter, my daughter is just like me. She sits in front of you like she's fine. She's fine. He says, but what my daughter has been through. It was a lot. He says, the strength, the resilience, that she is such a role model to her children and now her grandson. And know that your dad salutes you from the other side and thanks you for all of your love, your prayers, but most importantly, for carrying on his memory, the fun memories, the fun side of your dad oh. to the children. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. I make sure
2: that I I show my grandson pictures of him, <laughs> so that he knows that's Grandpa. You know. Yeah. So. Aww. Oh my God, Teresa, you are amazing. I love Aww. you. You are so, so gifted. Sweet. I God bless you. This has, you have brought me so much healing and such happiness. Just such happiness that my father, my grandfather, my grandmother, every. Just Dennis of all people. Dennis! Dennis of all people. Dennis! And he's pushy
0: too. Literally, your grandmother goes, Dennis, you painted the ass. (laughs) she loved him though (laughs) yes they're like they're like hilarious over there they're hysterical but really your your loved ones gave you such a beautiful gift uh and it was such an honor and a privilege to be able to share my gift with you today but judy the fact that you trusted me with your dad's soul means the world to me
2: i'm just over the moon right now i'm 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 happy and it was such a pleasure to meet you and i'm such a fan and
0: I just love you. You're so sweet. Thank you so much. I wish you all the best, Judy. Thank you. Same to you.
1: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
2: My name is Judy Despian and I'm originally from New York, but I'm in Orlando, Florida. Before the reading, I was just excited and I was just wondering and thinking, well, who's going to talk to me you know, I was ho- I was definitely hoping my dad was going to come through. So my expectations of the reading were they were high. I couldn't expect anything more. It was everything I expected it to be. Teresa was everything I expected her to be. It was it was amazing to hear from my dad 20 something odd years later was awesome. You know, so it, it was I could I could have waited six more years. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could have waited six more years. I was just like I was being patient. I'm going to be a, I was like I'm going to be a patient person. I, I could have waited six more years, but I love that Teresa got this podcast going and it's just, she's reaching more people and more people getting more opportunities to talk to her. It's just amazing. Well, I always knew he was in a good place. I know the kind of person he was. I know the kind of human being he was. I was like, he can't be in a bad place. So I always knew he was in a good place. It was great getting confirmation. That solidifying that, yeah, he is in a good place. It felt really good. And it was just like, yeah, that's my dad. Yeah, he's okay, you know? There was no sadness. Like I didn't feel sad at all during my reading. I just felt like kind of a relief and my tears were, tears of relief, like of happiness. Like, oh my God, they're together, this is great. It was like, I have confirmation, I have this. Like even though in my head and in my heart, I knew. But it's always nice when somebody else tells you. When she said my charms, I was like, no way. She didn't even see my necklace, so I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm with you, Teresa. All right." <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's my dad. So like I said, yeah, there was no sadness. It was just joy and happiness. Yeah, Dennis. I I met Dennis when I was 13. When he had that accident, he was on his uh, on a regular bike, and the, him and a taxi cab. I guess I don't know what happened. They collided, and his head hit the windshield. He was supposed to get scans every year knowing Dennis like I do. He hated the emergency room, hated the hospital, was impatient, didn't want to wait. So when he didn't take care of himself, he was getting dizzy spells and things were just going downhill for him. He wouldn't even let his mom call the ambulance. He wouldn't let his girlfriend call the ambulance. I mean, he was that stubborn. There was nothing that he wouldn't do do for me and my kids. It hurt to have him like Go the way he did. There were times when I think about him. When I think about him, and Teresa said, when well, Teresa told me, when you think about him, he's there. My daughter would come up and go, Mom, you remember Dennis used to come, and in the winter his nose was so cold. We used to call him Buddha. I said, yeah. So I you it's like, yeah, Dennis is here right now because we're, we're thinking about him, so he's here. My grandmother was my heart. She was everything. She would call me Chula, which means pretty girl in Spanish, and that just became my my nickname. I miss her a lot. The most important thing I'm taking away from the reading is that my, my dad saw my struggles when he passed, and that he apologized for that, that he left me with that, and that he said he was proud of me. And I think the best thing was when he said, Teresa, she's the best mom, because my kids are my world. My kids are my life. It just felt so good to hear that. And I was grateful and thankful for the gift that Teresa gave me. It
0: was awesome. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.